Hey there, thoughtful listener. This is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. I'm so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. We're also actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast, the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's Earl Flormata. Earl, you run marketing operations at mogulproductions.com. In addition to your involvement in several other uh, online businesses, uh, Earl, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks so much for having me, Josh. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, give us the overview of, of your impact in the world today. Uh, I was, <laughs> I have a funny background. My, I, w- I was raised with computer science. I've been programming since I was five. And then by the time I was 25, I'd been programming for 20 years. I thought I- I've had enough of this. And I decided I'm done now. And I got dragged kicking and screaming over to marketing and sales. And I just had a ball and never looked back. And it's been marketing for 20 years since. So yeah, it's been it's been marketing for the last 20 years. And it's been it's been an absolute hoop. Yeah. Um, so in some places you're known as the uh kind of the the evil genius or the evil marketing yeah. genius. Uh right. and, and just personally, before we kind of really hone in on uh your work with Mogul Productions, um, you're you're found in a couple of places online, mind of a marketer. Dot net, uh, uh, EarlFlormata.com. Uh, but again, we want to talk about the work that you're doing at MogulProductions.com. What is Absolutely. Mogul Productions? So Mogul Productions is a, it's a it's a it's a it's a bit of a bit of a collection. So there's a couple of things they've they've pivoted a couple of times. Uh, what what it is it's a it's a it's a community that's based around the entertainment space. And what we do is we help. Uh, movies, uh, music, entertainers, artists uh, find funding, find audiences for their for their for their work, for their artwork, and uh, and yeah, so we we help folks uh, convert their their movies or their music or whatnot to the NFT space and the crypto space, and then be able to then disseminate it and push it out there to the markets. So uh, we, we we were just in uh, we were just featured uh, in in a group for like all the Canadian producers. Uh, alongside Netflix and a couple other big players. And we just talked about this is how you can fundraise for your movie outside of the traditional methodologies by which normal movies are raised. And so it, it's just interesting because they, they, the sheer like level of art that we run into now, um, it's, it's true, I guess, how do I explain this? It's, it's really true creativeness because it's not just your typical, you know, big movie studio, turn it out. And not that I have anything against them, but like, it's not a hero movie. Right. So mm-hmm. I love them. Don't get me wrong. I'm a total hero nerd, but it, it, it gives it gives, I guess, some dimension to uh, more creativity and then taking more risk. Right. So it, it makes it for more interesting art pieces. Yeah. Can you. OK, uh, pretend we're talking to a, a sixth grade class here. Uh, All right. Explain what you do uh, and explain NFTs at a kind of a very, very kind of elementary level. 
Sure. So NFT stands for non-fungible token. And if we take the word fungible, because everyone knows what non is and everyone knows yeah. what a token could be. But the sure. fungible is where everybody gets all hung up. So think about non, just replace the word fungible with replaceable, non-replaceable token. So I don't know, let me grab something. So this is, this is my water bottle, okay? My water bottle uh, is not special to me. If I were to replace this water bottle with any other water bottle in the world, it'd be a water bottle, right? But if I had something that was more near dear, so like a ring, right? The ring, I could buy another ring, but my wife got me this ring. So that is special to me and it's not replaceable. So I couldn't just grab another ring and slap it on my finger and go, yeah, it's the same thing. It's not the same thing because that's not what the one that she gave me. So fungible means replaceable. So it's non-replaceable token. And so what that means is that you have essentially proof of ownership of something. And that's, that's really what, that, what this whole Web3 um, motion and NFTs are all about, just proofing that you own something, proving that you, can, that you have it, it's yours, and no one can take that away from you. Yeah. Okay. I think I get it. <laughs> well, okay. So let, let me explain it in simpler terms. Yes. What's your favorite movie? What's your favorite movie? Well, I, you know, I just kind of looking at some of the brands that, that you've got in Mogul Productions, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of superhero brands. Right, right. So imagine you like Captain America and you could buy Captain America's shield and prove that you owned it. So like having a collector's item, something like that. And that proof of collector of owning Captain America's shield was an NFT. That proves that you own Captain America's shield. And sure. that's where that proof comes in. And that's where the specialty comes in. Like, like people who are like absolute fans of particular movies. So as an example, let's pretend that you love Indiana Jones and you love his hat and you could buy his hat as an NFT and prove that you were the owner of Indiana Jones' hat. For but, but can't you have a long way? Yeah. Can you can't have like 10 Indiana Jones hats? So if I buy one and they're like, okay, hey, guess what? We just released 20 more hats. Mm, it, it 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 all depends on the people releasing the actual the actual thing, right? So uh, I'll give you an example. We we sold, for example, an A-lister actress's dress for a charity fund, so we could you know have that dress. That's a one of a kind dress, right? That's there. So we 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 package it together with an NFT. Anybody who purchased that NFT would actually also receive the dress, but now they have proof of ownership of the dress. So I know it's a bit of a weird concept, but that's kind of where the, the, the Web3 world is kind of heading towards. People want to prove ownership. And mm -hmm. it, it changes it up a little bit because it changes the way that they don't have to necessarily succumb to the big studios anymore. You can, you can build an audience, build a community, build a group. And because these people want to support that, that project, they want to you know, prove ownership. And they just want to be part of something bigger than themselves. Yeah. And um, so can anybody just create an NFT? Can anyone create an NFT? Um, yes, but you obviously have to have rights to whatever that NFT presents. I can't just like, I can't make, I, I can't take a picture of you and then say, hey, this is the Josh uh, uh, NFT and I'll right. sell it because technically you're you and I don't have rights. To yeah, that unless, right. Unless I was your marketing guy. Right. So, right. so you'd have to, you'd have to get them from a, obviously a, a credible source. Right. So, uh, but like anything else, I mean, I could, I could sell you a fake Captain America shield too. Right. Or mm -hmm. if you wanted the exact one that he used in the movie, that's, that's the differential. Right. Hmm. All right. <laughs> it's still like, it's so funny because I feel like there are people that like, so get it. And then there are a lot of people that are like, 
Okay. It's, it seems like it's a thing. Um, right. and, and I'll, I'll let you guys, uh, okay. Um, so, but there's a, is there a, there's a single clearing house and I apologize to my, you know, to the NFT fans that are listening to this boy, this guy's thick. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, but there, there's a single kind of like legend that, you know, clearinghouse where they say, yes, this is definitely, you know, an NFT, it's registered, you know, there's value behind it, you know, and, and someone, someone is controlling that, right? So it's, it's, it, that's a, that's a funny question because what the, the, the whole structure behind this web free movement in crypto is this thing called decentralization. Hmm. And decentralization means that it's not centralized in one place because one place could be compromised, right? So if I, if there was one place and someone were to hack that database, now it's hacked. Whereas on, on, in, in blockchain, it's a million computers saying the same thing. You've, you've heard of this term ledger. Um, imagine having a million computers having the same ledger. And every time you change something on that ledger, all those computers have to agree that that change is okay. Mm-hmm. Right. And so um, I know it's not probably the answer that you're hoping for, but because <laughs> it makes it more complicated. But yeah, there's not one centralized place because it's decentralized. Mm-hmm. So it's the blockchain is literally on millions of computers so that if somebody were to quote unquote make a fake one, all the other computers would go, nope, that's fake. That, that's not mm-hmm. a real one. That, and, and that's what keeps this value. That's what keeps this valuation of this thing that you own, right? Yeah. So who should be who should be connecting with Mogul? Who should be connecting with Mogul? Um, people who are looking to join this whole Web three movement. So someone like looking to like potentially fund their movie, right? This is this is another alternative oh. source of uh, building that and tapping into your audience base uh, to be able to then you know, involve them in part of that process, right? So just the other day, as an example, on the mobile platform, we sold the executive producer rights to a movie. So people could actually buy the executive producer rights to help, you know, spur that movie. And, you know, those funds would then go back to the movie folks making the movie and it would be a direct uh, a direct thing. So like the differential between, for example, I'm sure you guys, you guys are familiar with like uh, Kickstarter and like um, mm-hmm. group group funding programs. The problem with those issues is that if you make a T-shirt and they buy the T-shirt to support the cause, there's a there's a there's an inherent cost to making that T-shirt, right? And then they have to ship it, and there's a bunch of logistics that has to go through and all those things. With the whole NFT piece, it's it's very it's, it's much easier digitally to transmit that. You know, here's your ownership of the piece, and more of the money ends up going towards the actual cause. Yeah, and then um, so so is it kind of like is it uh, that uh, I'm just trying to, you know, from those folks in my audience, they're like, all right, I need to book an appointment right now and have a chat because we definitely want to do a, 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 a so fundraise. People looking to launch an album, right? You already have a crowd. You're looking to launch an album. Mm. You don't want to go through the regular methodologies to launch the album. You want to share like the album with your audience, but you want them to actually own a piece of it. That's that's something that you can't naturally do with your record company. Imagine going, let's pretend that you're a superstar. You go to your record company and go, yo, record company, I'm going to launch a new uh, new hit single here, but I'd love for my audience to own a bunch of it. What's the record mm-hmm. company going to say? Uh, no, like, <laughs> we own it. We get to launch it. We get to do everything. Whereas if you do it through this, this modality, the artist gets to own the art. And the people who participate in it get to you know actually participate in that and literally get to own a piece of that art. 
right? So yeah. as an example, we launched um, we launched an album on our platform, and there's only ten thousand there's only ten thousand NFTs of this of this song, right? So to to get to, to get ownership of this song, you have to own the NFT. There's only ten thousand of them. What happens when the ten thousand sell out? Well, you got to go work with somebody else who has a copy of that to be able to go do this. And then it's assumed then that the NFTs are always going to either retain their value or increase in value, uh, or is it just kind of like a stock? I mean, it could it could lower in value or yeah. So uh, there's 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 no retention necessarily of the value. It's just retention of the ownership and proof of ownership. So if if you, let's pretend that you you bought into like a a movie that you believed in the script and you believed in the director mm-hmm. and it became a new cult classic. It became the next Star Wars. It became the next you know, Indiana Jones, right? And you have a ticket to that movie that represents as an NFT. Well, think about it. Those collectors back in the day, those original collectors who went to Star Wars, stood in line, you know, back in the day and have like an authentic actual ticket. This would be a collector's item similar to that, but digitally represented, right? Because hmm. eventually the ticket will crumble and fall. It's just paper, right? It'll, it'll yeah. go away. But this is a digital piece. It's not going to go anywhere. It's that representation of that piece. So it could act as a ticket, as an example, right? But then you retain that ticket forever. And if you wanted to, you could will it to your children, give it to your grandkids, et cetera, et cetera. And if it was a cult classic still then, you know, they'd love you for it, right? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, obviously, if you're a producer, you're going to say, listen, we're going to be making this album. You can own a piece of it. Uh, And we are only going to be distributing 1,000 of these. So, Correct. You get it or you miss it. And there's only going to be 1,000 for this album. Absolutely. Oh, all so right. You could do the same thing with the album. You could do the same thing with the movie. You could do the same thing with any art piece that you wanted to put together. Uh, and that sort of that sort of pieces of the puzzle for the, uh, for the program. So, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Earl, uh, again, the website mogulproductions.com. When somebody goes there, what should they do? So... The first thing they should do is obviously just read, read, read through the site, but uh, sign up for the newsletter so that way you can be appraised of news. So if, you, if you're if you into any particular uh, specific entertainment piece, right, we've got movies coming up, mm. we've got um, you know musicians coming up, we've got artists coming up. So, uh, and then when, when you sign up for the newsletter, you can see what pieces of, uh, what pieces of art, what pieces of music, what, what movies, what films are being put onto the marketplace. And then you can decide which ones you're more excited about if you want to be a collector in any of those pieces of the puzzle. Yeah, awesome. All right, so mogulproductions.com. Uh, Earl Formata, thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate the conversation. Cheers, Josh. Thanks for having me on the show. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, we have an audience of over 120,000 that we would love to promote your story to. Please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. I'm also so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. 
Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. What do you win? Well, we will promote you and retweet you and re-share you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Can you also hook us up in your podcast player right now? Please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review, and we promise to read it all and take action. Thank you if you've done this already. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, please hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 to 20 minutes a day. My name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.